Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, June 13th. Thank you guys for joining in. We have a great show planned for you guys today. I just want to remind everyone that if you have a comment or a question for today's show, you can uh, give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Four three nine nine. Now I'm going to bring my co-host Denise in so that she can greet you also. Good afternoon, everyone, and once again, welcome to the show. Um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to some of our listeners um, around the world. We definitely appreciate uh, you guys joining us for Beauty Talk uh, each and every week. And for those of you who check out the show on the archives or the playback shows, we uh, want to thank you guys um, as well. All right. And I just had a quick uh, reminder from um, PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, that November 17th and 18th is the PBA Summit in Scottsdale, Arizona. Again, that's November 17th and 18th um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. August 29th through 31st of this year in Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. Um, We will be having, not we, but PBA uh, will have their, gosh, I lost my train of thought, will have their NAHA um, ceremonies, the NAHA Awards 
So make sure if you are interested in attending, please make sure that you get there for Cosmo Pro um, North America, and the Naha Awards will take place during that um, during that convention. Okay, so just wanted to put those reminders out there. If you want to buy tickets, if you need more information, you can go to probeauty.org. Again, it's probeauty.org. All right. We are excited to talk to today's guest, um, and I'm just going to bring her right on right now, and she's Dr. Um, Dr. Harris of Elodia Hair Care. I'm just going to bring her on the line. Good afternoon, Dr. Harris. Good afternoon. How are you? We are wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, enjoying my Sunday. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for taking time. <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you for taking time out on your um, Sunday to join us today to talk about Elodia. Am I saying that right, Elodia? Yes, it's Elodia. Elodia. To talk to us about Elodia Hair Care, um, I was checking out um, some of the things on the website, and I just I love what it sounds like you're doing. Um, so can you just introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, and then also tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start your hair care brand? Sure, sure. So my name is Dr. Isfahan. I go by Dr. Isfahan is my first name, and I'm the creator and founder of Elodia. Um, I started out as a scientist. I'm actually a medical scientist. Um, I graduated from Morehouse School of Medicine. I got to give my props to that school. Um, and during that time, I just was suffering with damaged hair and even a more damaged scalp from years of using chemical straighteners. And I know a lot of your audience can kind of relate with me because we've all, mm. well, most of us have had relaxers at some point in time. And if yeah. you just think how your scalp, right, how your scalp was feeling itchy and everything and just hair breaking. My hair barely reached my shoulders, and this was back in 2010. So um, I said, oh, you know what, I'm a new – go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I said, oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. So um, this was back in 2010, and I said, you know what, I'm a scientist. I have to come up with something. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did. I went back into my kitchen, started making up a product, and I made our first product, which is the Nourish and Grow Healthy Hair and Scalp Oil. And I just used mm-hmm. it for a period of five months. I would mix it into my deep conditioners. I would use it uh, on top of my stylers just to, you know, moisturize my hair a bit more. And my hair really started mm-hmm. to bounce back and, 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 you know, look healthier. So back then in 2010 was when I wanted to come out with my line, but I kind of realized that it takes a lot of money and dedication to, to come out with a line, so I had to put it on yeah. hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started with my YouTube channel, just sharing. I don't know if some of your audience remembers Elodia Hair Care's YouTube channel back in the day, and I just shared my tips and tricks with women like myself struggling to grow their hair. And then in 2014 was when I really said, okay, I'm a scientist at the National Institutes of Health. Here I can really dedicate the resources and some of my time to creating the line. So I created each and every one of the products. It took me about three years of just talking with women and seeing what their problems were and, like, creating. And in 2017 is when we launched. So we've been around for about four years now. Wow. Awesome. You know, not a lot of people who started hair care brands can really say that, 
they were the ones who actually created the product, created the formula. Um, you know, they may have had some input, but not actually the ones who actually created it. What's some of the feedback that you've been getting from some of the people who've tried the product? Yeah, I love that question. So Alodia, we at Alodia, we're always trying to make products to address problems that our customer is having. And that's exactly how I started. During those three years of R&D, and even now, I would take one or two products that I created, go to farmer's markets, go to vending events, and just talk with women. And I would always ask them, like, what are the problems that you're having with your hair and your scalp? What are your current products that you're using addressing? And what I found, like, constantly, even to today, that a lot of us are plagued with what what we call in the medical community chronic scalp conditions. And these chronic scalp conditions are eczema, psoriasis, traction alopecia, certain forms of dermatitis, and, you know, it's something that we've been dealing with for generations, and I find that we tend to think that it's normal. It's normal to kind of pat your head or, you know, scratch at your Mm -hmm. scalp or, you know, feel like you have all this flaking, and then the traction alopecia where your edges are going, receding back, back, and back because of the styles that you're using. Um, so those are the things that Elodia, not only with helping with hair care styling, but also addressing these chronic scalp conditions, using our expertise in medicine and science, because my co-founder is an MD physician, and we utilize our expertise to create products that use natural ingredients to remedy these problems. Dr. Isfahan, have you ever had the opportunity to speak to hair, hair stylists um, and, hmm. and share some of this information because, you know, like some of the things that you're saying that sometimes we, we think of it as normal, mm-hmm. sad to say sometimes hairstylists give you that information. You know, like if you tell them this is what's happening and that's what's happening, sometimes they say it's normal and it's based on the style that you're wearing, um, things like that. Have you ever had a chance to speak with some hairstylists and kind of share some information as well as maybe get some of their questions? That's such a great point, and I do think that it starts with education. I've spoken with a few hairstylists, but that's something that I'm really interested in doing. So if you have any connections or anything like that, I'm more than willing to speak with hairstylists because I feel that the education where a hairstylist is trained, they're not trained properly on how to take care of textured hair types. It's more so mm-hmm. they look at straighter hair types. So a lot of those, mm-hmm. um, those hair care practices don't translate over very well when you're looking at texture hair and scalp. So I would love for right. an opportunity. I'm more so right now we do virtual hair and scalp consultations. I do them every single day of the week. And um, mm-hmm. I'm really focused on, like, getting to the end consumer, like the customer, and speaking to them and educating them. Um, but I would love right. to speak to your hair stylist. Okay. Oh, awesome. We'll see what we can do to help you with that. Um, oh, thank you. So speaking of the, of the, you know, we're talking a lot about the scalp, um, and your brand seems to help, you know, promote scalp health. Talk a little bit about the importance um, scalp health is to hair growth and hair care. Yeah, it's so very important. What I often say is the root of hair health starts at the scalp. And if you are having scalp problems, 
you really have to take it from, I would say, a, a two-prong approach. And this is what I mean by that. Scout problems are uh, mostly rooted in internal health as well, so your diet. And a lot of times, because we're so, so busy and we're moms and professional women, we tend not to really eat the best things, or not all of us, of course, but some of us tend not to eat the best things. We tend not to drink enough water. So, like, that's kind of the roots. When I'm speaking to people via my virtual here in Scout consultations, we're going through, like, what they're eating. What are you ingesting? Because a lot of times with Scalp, and I'm hopefully not getting too sciencey on people, but um, there's something called a <laughs> microbiome, right? So, like, in your gut, you have something called a microbiome, like your intestines, and we have, mm-hmm. like, a synergistic relationship we need the microbes, and the microbes need us to kind of live and, and live in a healthy way. But what tends to happen, let's say you're just busy like a lot of us are, and you're eating McDonald's, and you eat fried chicken, and then you're drinking um, soda, Cokes, and all of that type of thing. You're not drinking enough water. What tends to happen is that gut microbiome, it starts to um, build a lot of bad microbes, so microbes that cause inflammation, and cause disease and and also cause an imbalance on your scalp. So you start to get flares of maybe itchiness and dandruff and that type of thing. So your diet is all connected. Everything is connected to your diet. So I really try to go through um, what people need to be eating, green leafy vegetables. I even have a, a smoothie that you can make at home on the website that's chock full of Um, healthy ingredients that help with scalp and hair health. And then also I always tell people to drink half their weight in ounces of water. So if you're 100 pounds, then you're going to drink 50 ounces of water or six eight-ounce glasses of water. That's just a way to kind of keep yourself on track. Um, And then, okay, so if you're doing it from your, your inside, then, of course, you have to take care of your hair on the outside. So that's where products come in, and that's where Lodia comes in. So you really want to use products that, number one, have an antimicrobial effect, so are going to kill off those bad microbes, and then also to nourish your hair follicles and moisturize and strengthen your hair strands. So that's exactly what Elodia's system of products do. Um, But, yeah, it's really just kind of like a two-prong approach from inside and outside. what What advice would you give? Um, bald men as far as taking care of their scalp? Because now it's like it's no hair, but it's all scalp. So what what advice would you give, especially when it comes to, like, shaving their hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, if they want to counteract the balding, I don't know if this is, like, when they're completely bald or they start to see some thinning, I really would suggest if you're starting to see thinning and you want to keep your hair, and this goes across the board for men and women, that you need to either seek out a dermatologist or a trichologist, which is the study of hair and scalp. I'm a trichologist as well. Um, so you really need to seek out these people as early as possible because you need to try to save the viable follicles. And they, they will be able to kind of give you, get you on a treatment regimen. Um, a lot of times when I see thinning, it's because of a, a hormone called DHT, and you need to kind of restrict that DHT. And there are certain things that you can either take ingesting or put on your scalp that will um, decrease the DHT on your scalp. Now, if, you, if you're a man and you have a completely bald head, um, you definitely have to have 
um, good sanitation or just good hygiene when it comes to the appliances that you're using. Because a lot of times we'll see, um, I'm forgetting the, the name, the term that uh, men will get, but it's basically like scalp acne, and it's not really even acne. It's just lesions mm-hmm. and, and keloiding over, and that's when you get those nasty razor bumps and things of that nature. And it's because your um, the hygiene and sanitation of your um, your appliances that you're using, the shaving tools and things like that, were not cleaned properly. So you just really have to, you know, clean it properly. Also using like oils and actually using things that don't contain alcohol in them is key to keeping that skin supple and and healthy. Nice. Now let me ask you, um, and we've been talking about it all day, we've talked about the importance of the scalp, but it seems like I've noticed just back in sometime in 2020 when I started noticing that a lot of new hair care brands that's coming on the market, particularly for um, African-American women, um, are now talking about the scalp. Which mm-hmm. is it? I don't, you know, I don't know if there's, is, is there's something out there that's going around that people are, people are now talking about. I mean, I'm, I haven't really paid much attention to it, but I've been noticing in a lot of the new hair care products that have been coming out, there's a product for the scalp. I've never I've never before twenty twenty seen so many scalp related products. Why is that? Do you know why that is? Why people are now talking about it so much? Yeah, I think it's it's becoming like a hot topic, um and I think mm-hmm. rightly so. I think rightly so. I think um, you know, more education is getting out there, which is great. You want informed um, manufacturers. Um, you know, some people might just be getting on a bandwagon because they feel like it's a new category. But if it's, um, I can speak for myself with Elodia, like we're very much passionate in um, nurturing those follicles. It's so very key to for healthy hair. It's kind of, like I said, the root of hair health, it starts at the scalp. Um, so you do not necessarily that you have to um, separate the categories, but they kind of work in conjunction with each other. Um, So we have a lot of products, not a lot, but we're coming out with one new product. And um, I would say all of our products not only address the hair, but also the scalp. We incorporate a lot of ingredients such as um, essential oils like rosemary, lavender, um, spearmint, peppermint, um, and then antimicrobial ingredients like zinc, and um, just different things like plantain and things like that that really help to um, with the integrity of the follicle and then also help to keep that scalp microbiome in balance. Um, and it's, it's very key because if your scalp is damaged and it's, it's not feeling great, then you're not going to have a head full of healthy hair. Now, you mentioned <clears throat> zinc, and uh, my hairstylist recently mixed I forget what the the product, the other product, something she bought from the store, and she mixed some zinc in it. Talk to me a little bit about the zinc. What's the importance of zinc in hair? So zinc, when it's in like a shampoo form, it has an antimicrobial effect. So what I was talking about with like the microbiome and the bad microbes Mm -hmm. that can cause the increase in yeast 
for example, on your scalp, zinc can actually mm-hmm. kill off those types of microbes. And then internally, it's an important vitamin um, just to have in your diet. It's very, very important. If you're lacking zinc, you can um, see diffuse hair loss in a lot of um, people. So it's really important to ingest zinc. And I always say don't look at a vitamin, but look at whole foods, such as certain nuts. I think cashews and almonds, there's fortified cereals, um, and just different other uh, other uh, foods that I can't really think of now. But if you Google them, you can um, find them for yourself. But it's really important to have zinc in your diet just for overall health. And then when it's in products, it's to have the antimicrobial effect that it has. Gotcha. Gotcha. From your experience, have you noticed if there's any one particular hair type that seems to be most neglected? Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think the most... um, misunderstood is more of the coilier hair types or if people tend to call it like 4C hair or or that type of thing. Um, I think that that hair type is the most most misunderstood. The reason why I say that is because I'll see people coming in um, or I'll speak to people via my virtual um, consult and they'll say, yeah, I have 4C course here and it's so hard to manage and um, that type of thing, which I understand because, you know, it could be uh, coilier hair types in general if you don't know what you're doing and if you haven't been taught how to take care of your natural hair. Um, you know, it could be a bit difficult. But I think the biggest misperception about uh, that type of hair is that it's so tough and it's so coarse when in fact it's actually the flip side of, of that. It's actually very fine hair. And they're very delicate, and they're very um, just. You got to be very gentle with them. You know, people tend to say, "Oh, it's so curly that it's coarse." No, it's not coarse. Coarse hair is more so people that are have Asian background or um, Mexican background, where you can see each and every one of their hair fibers. Like that's coarse hair, but coarse hair tends to be more on the finer side. So the strands are very fine, and it's very curly. So the fact that it's having all these bends in the hair strand along with the strands being fine, they're very delicate. So it's just kind of like reteaching people and reeducating people about their hair and how to take care of it. Um, Because it's not – and another misperception is that 4C hair doesn't grow, when in fact it's just that you're breaking it because it's so fine and delicate. So it's growing every single month out of the root, but it's breaking too. So, you know, over time, it just right. looks like it's not growing when it's just that you're not retaining the length. So so I would say that hair type is the most misunderstood. Wow. That's that's a, a great response. That um, it, Just in that response, it get, to me, it gives me so much information on just how to treat um, my own hair and, and, and to be a little <laughs> bit more, uh, you know, gentle uh, with, you yeah. know, combing my hair, brushing my hair, you know, just everything. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about your um, your hair quiz. Like what – I know, like, with your quiz, I guess it's used to recommend products, but is there anything yes. else that it's used for? 
So it's really trying to pinpoint, like, the problems that you're having with your scalp, um, the problems that you're having with your scalp and your hair, the type of hair that you have, because your curl pattern is only um, one thing. You know, people say I have 4C hair or 3, type 3 hair. Curl pattern is only one thing. Um, another good piece of information is if it's low porosity or high porosity, that tells me what types of products you might need recommended. And then the last thing is to figure out what type of styles you like to do. So, you know, you might like to do a wash and go or a twist out. So from that information, gathering that information, we basically will give you the products that our line has that will help what you're going through with your hair and your scalp, um, takes into account your porosity, and then also the style that you want to create. So we're just trying to personalize the selection a bit more for customers that might be confused as to what they need. Right. Now, what about customers who are kind of confused about how to respond to the questions? Because, you know, especially when you, whenever you get your hair done, you're, you know, you have, someone else is doing it. If you're, you know, if you're consistent yeah. with going to a stylist and, you know, you don't shampoo your own hair, so you really don't know, you know, the only thing that, would probably give you a clue maybe is if your scalp is itchy. That may be the only thing you would know. But other than that, for those people who are confused about how to answer um, some of the questions, like, you know, describe your scalp. Um, That's it so, could be so true. A combination of itchy, could be a combination of. Yeah, you're so you right. You're so. Yes, you're so, so right. So that's the reason why we launched last year when corona really spiked um, the virtual hair and scalp consultations. And once I started doing them was when I saw how much of a need it was for those types of consults. And this is basically just a 30-minute consult for someone that really needs more of an in-depth um, assessment of what's going on, needs to kind of talk to someone and, and kind of get feedback and recommendations from an expert, um, and those have, have helped a lot of people. And, um, you know, we go through, it's 30-minute consultations, we kind of go through the problems that they're having with their scalp and hair, and then I kind of just talk them through um, the recommendations that I have and the products that I think will work for them. So if you're finding that a hair quiz is making you even more confused, I would suggest that you book a hair consultation. Nice. And how long are your hair normally are your hair consultations? Are there a set time or is it just as long as it takes or how does that work? No, it's a set time because I have a lot a day. So it's about 30 minutes. And I, I feel that that gives enough time for the customer to really feel like they're um, getting an understanding. Um, the consult usually runs about 20 minutes, and then I leave 10 minutes for uh, question and answer. And then the follow-up the next day, you get a written report of, like, exactly what we talked about, and you get a step-by-step -step routine you need to do weekly um, with, like, certain links to products and things like that. So it's really kind of an in-depth analysis of what's going on with your hair and scalp. And then it sounds like it's just a one-time thing. Yeah, but, you know, some people will rebook um, in the future. Like they might have a hair consult this month and then three months down the line, um, maybe they need some tweaks or maybe they want to kind of um, 
talk about another struggle that they're having. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's on an as-need basis um, if they need help with their hair and scalp. Nice. Nice. Now, when you think about the itchy, dry scalp, and we talked about how, um, you know, poor diet can contribute to that, mm-hmm. what about products that are contributing to that? Because sometimes I've, I've just over the years going going to different um, hairstylists, you know, sometimes you can go to salons and they buy into this whole hair system. But to me, some of the products are not for every client. Like, um, you know, some, some of the shampoos have certain ingredients to me that are drying when I need moisture. So a lot of times I would feel like uh, the, the products were drying me out, drying my scalp. And, you know, you would say that to the hairstylist, but they wouldn't agree with that. Of course, it's just, oh, you have dry scalp, you know. But mm-hmm. I felt like you're using the wrong, they're using the wrong product. And so, so I just, yeah, I just felt like sometimes it, it, it's the product and not necessarily my scalp. Yep, you're so right. And um, it's funny that you say that because a lot of times when I get my hair straightened, I don't like to do it myself. When I go to a salon to get it straightened, when I'm coming back home, I'm constantly scratching my head where I never had that Mm -hmm. problem before. So a lot of times, like hair stylists, they're more so looking at just um, what they've been taught, taught, number one. So they're used to, like, certain lines that they've been taught to use and they think are the gold standard. And a lot of those lines have product um, ingredients in them that aren't textured hair friendly, um, such as um, silicones. That's like a big number one I see in salon products because it gives you that great finish, you know. It gives you that nice, sleek look, particularly for Mm -hmm. people that are um, leaving the salon with their hair straightened. But it will block out moisture um, from the hair strand, and it also will coat the scalp and it won't allow the scalp to be pliable and supple, and, you know, that can cause a buildup and an imbalance in that microbiome that I talked about. So um, so you're absolutely right. A lot of times products definitely can affect. Um, also, if you are slathering your scalp with, like, oils or butters, um, I always, because that's, once again, something that we've been taught growing up, like, you know, you oil your scalp with some blue magic grease or whatever, <laughs> We used to mm-hmm. use back in the day, and like, people are still kind of doing that now. Even if it's a natural oil, like Elodia's Nourish and Grow Healthy Hair and Scalp Oil, you shouldn't be slathering your scalp with that. I often tell people um, to use about eight drops on your entire head. You want a light coating of oil um, because oils can, if they're used in heavy amounts, can actually cause an increase in yeast on your scalp. Um, so you just have to be really careful, and products can definitely aid in, you know, affecting your your scalp health. So you just have to be careful with the products you use. Gotcha. Now, see, this this is the reason why I was asking, um, you know, have you had a chance to speak to hairstylists? Because I'm, I guess as you're talking, I'm just thinking of the different things over the years from the various hairstylists that I've that I've heard, that I've said, a lot of times they they would say to you not to put heavy grease on your scalp, but their their reasoning is because then your hair won't be able to move. Mm-hmm. It's not it's anything down. about yeah, <laughs> and it's not anything about yeah. what you you know what you just said. 
And meanwhile, you're bringing more harm than good because, you know, you're blocking, you know, you were talking about blocking, um, you know, the scalp and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's the main reason, one of the main reasons, because I've heard so many things from different stylists over the years that I've found have probably brought me more harm than good. Yep. And, it, and, you know, I, and it's not an attack on the stylist. Absolutely not. And they've been trained um, incorrectly. And you're 100% true. I totally agree with you. I always say, and not like you said, talking, bashing stylists, but I always said when I was going to a hairstylist consistently, like every single week you would find me in the shop, and my hair was so thin. Like I, I really thought my hair was going to be like really thin and like above my shoulders because that's what, how my hair looked when I was like in my 20s. And it was only when I um, educated myself on the science of hair and scalp was when I could I really saw the true potential of my hair. Like a lot of times I'll speak to black women, they're like, oh, my hair will never grow. But I'm like, you haven't even seen the, tr- the potential of your hair yet because you just, you don't really understand how to take care of it yet. Um, so that's what we're all about here, just like educating people so that they can see the true potential. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about hair breakage and dryness. Um, what are some of the some key ingredients and products to use to use when you're trying to build that moisture back up and stop the hair from breaking? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a it's a system of products. It's not really like a bullseye one product to use or one ingredient to use for our hair uh-huh. type. We just we naturally number one have a genetically drier hair type, and it's because of the curl and the coil of our hair strands. The sebum, which is the natural oil your scalp produces, can't really get down the length of your strands. So over time, it's like your hair is more dry. That's what we're dealing with. So we just have to have that understanding going in. So for us, unlike straighter hair types, it's all about infusing your hair with moisture at every single step even more so than protein, is more so moisture. So um, what I like to say is you should have four steps in your system, in your weekly system, um, and it should consist Mm -hmm. of a a pre-oiling, which is very key. Um, It stops something called high-growth fatigue, which is little mini cracks that can occur in your hair strand if you just kind of go into the water without any oil on it. And, of course, over time, those hair cracks can lead to bigger cracks, and then you can have breakage. So we want to stop breakage mm-hmm. at every single step. So I like to pre-oil my hair first, and then I go into the shower, and I'll do my um, wash routine. You want to have your shampoo not containing sulfates, um, not containing silicones, anything with a cone at the end. You want that to be out of your um, shampoo because that's going to block moisture. So we're all about pro-moisture. So, um, yeah, definitely do that with your shampooing, and then you want to follow up with your deep conditioning mask. So this is where the moisture really, really occurs. So for your deep conditioning mask, I love to see ingredients like honey because honey is a natural emollient, meaning that it will trap water to your strand into the inner part of your strand, which is the cortex. That's what you want. So you want honey. You want um, aloe vera. Um, Just thinking off the top of my head, like plant-based moisturizers like BTMS. You might see that a lot in different conditioners. 
Um, there's just a lot of different types of um, moisturizers, but those are like the top four I think of. And then finally, once you do your um, deep conditioning, then you want to have water-based moisturizers when you're either twisting or you're, um, you're um, doing like a curly style. So, and what I mean by that is water should be in the first or second ingredient. And this is really important because I'll speak to people and they'll say, you know, I did the shampoo and deep conditioner and then I use shea butter to twist up my hair. Shea butter is a butter, so it has no water content in it. So you're basically not moisturizing, but you're sealing in whatever little moisture you have. So you really need to, before you use that shea butter, use a water-based moisturizer and then maybe top with your shea butter or top with your oil, which is what I like to do, so that you're layering your product so that the moisture can be retained in your hair strands for a longer period of time. So it's just those four steps of, you know, pre-shampoo with the oil, your shampoo, deep conditioning, and then styling with a water-based styler. And it's it's all about consistency, too. You can't do it just once a month. You should be doing this every single week. Hmm. Every week. Yes, every single okay. I always say and that. And... I'm sorry. No, no so how I was does, just going to say I always that... say that. We're talking over each other, but I was going to say I, know, I always say if it's if it's not if it's not once a week, then at least twice a month, which would be every other week. Gotcha. So, what would you what would you suggest for people with like braids? Yeah, so that's another topic. So, if you're having braids in your hair, like if it's um you you mean adding hair for braids, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, if you're adding braid, if you're adding hair. Um, I call that high-tension hairstyles, um, mm-hmm. and those high-tension hairstyles, they can actually affect and inflame your follicle. So, of course, that's part of our culture. Like, I'm not saying to stop with braids, but if you are putting braids in, of course, you can't wash your hair every week, so your hair is drying up, like your natural hair on your head is drying up. So I say limit the braids for about, at the most, two months, like six weeks to two months, and then what you need to do to give your follicles a break and for them to have time to heal is to not put in braids for another two months. So you need to give your hair time to uptake moisture again with the weekly washing and deconditioning routines. And then you also got to give your uh, follicles a chance to heal. Um, so I say if you put the braids in two months, you keep braids out of your hair for two months. Like you don't want to go back around a week later and reinstalling another set of braids because that's when you come to me and you get the traction alopecias and the scarring alopecias like CCCA. You don't even want to get there. And um, I could think when I used to do scalp consultations in person how people would be so shocked to see their follicles underneath the microscope after having either crochet braids in or, you know, some type of faux lock. And there's actual blood underneath the scalp, like if there's a thin layer of scalp skin, and then they would be able to see, like, the blood and the lesions that occur because it's such trauma on the follicle to have these high-tension hairstyles in. Um, so that's just something to think about when you're wearing those type of braided styles. And so what, what's, what's um, like, the best way to treat the scalp when you do have the braid? So I say put a light-based 
oil, like not something like castor oil, but like a light-based oil. Um, our Nourish and Grow Healthy here in Scalp Oil is great for braids or our Soothe Oil if you're having like itchies. Um, and once again, not using a lot, but using about eight drops for your entire head and, moist and massaging it in with the pads of your finger. So you're getting like a light coating of oil on the scalp is the best thing to do. Um, if you're having it for a long period of time, I definitely would recommend to try to do some type of um, washing and deep conditioning, but make sure with a light, light product, but make sure that you're fully drying your hair because if it's still damp and wet for weeks on mm -hmm. end, you can have mold and yeast that are building up on the scalp. So, um, right. so yeah, but if you can wash it, please do because it's not good to go weeks at a time without washing and deep conditioning your hair. Gotcha. Okay. Well, this is, this is really a lesson today. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and so many people have no idea. Um, and then, mm -hmm. like we were just saying, so many stylists don't either. Um, yeah. So, so thank you so much for all of the information that you're sharing. It's really, it's really a lesson. Um, can you talk to us about? I know my sister asked a question about men and bald and bald heads, but one of the things I wanted to know when it comes to men, are you treating the hair on a man's head any different than the hair on his face? For instance, if he has a beard or something like that, are you treating that? the hair differently or is it the same type of treatment and care? Yeah, I think a lot of times men tend to, well, not necessarily now because there's a lot of beard products that are out there, but I, mm -hmm. even with my husband, he has like a goatee, like he has some hair on his face. Like I always tell my husband as well as other men to really take care of that hair on your face just as much as you would take care of your hair if you had a lot of hair on your head. So you should be um, not just washing it with any, like, really rough and not rough, but, um, like, caustic kind of soap because a lot of times men's products can be very, very harsh to the skin. Um, they should be using an oil at first. I like to put an oil on my um, husband's beard, and then um, they should be using a good shampoo, like, to cleanse that um, beard space because a lot of times it has a lot of microbes in it. I know it sounds nasty, but their mouth is right there <laughs> and there's stuff that yeah. gets caught up in there. So they really have to really nourish that skin and that hair just as much as they might pay attention to the hair on their head. Gotcha. gotcha. <clears throat> and so, so, okay, so as we, before we talk about your products, I just wanted to find out this one thing. So um, let's imagine you're alone you're alone on an island um <laughs> any island of your choice <laughs> and you can only have one of your products from your line one okay. which products are you choosing uh, and why and why i think i would have to say my deep conditioning mask it would be hard cuz i i need a shampoo as well but i'm like hey at least i have water <laughs> So right. um, I would say the deep conditioning mask because it you our hair is just such a dry hair type. So if you don't have mm -hmm. some type of um, moisture, like a moisturizer, then it's going to start to mat 
and just get really, um, you just can't take care of it. So I would use the deep conditioning mask. I would bring that with me because I could use it as like a gentle cleanser, I guess. And then also I would be able to detangle my hair. And then also it could be used as a styler if I just kind of put some water in it. So, um, gotcha. so yeah. <laughs> well, you okay. know what? When when my sister just asked that question, it made me think about something. So she's saying if you're on an island and you can only choose one. And I'm thinking, then I start thinking to myself when she said your island of choice, and I'm thinking about, oh, where I want to go. And, you know, you know how like when you're at a resort or a hotel and they provide you with all of these fancy shampoos and and conditioners, how is, or I don't know if you've ever tried it, but (laughs) what's your thoughts about mixing your for instance, you said your your mask, your conditioning mask. What if you were somewhere vacationing and you forgot everything else but the mask? Would you be willing to mix other shampoos from another system with your mask? Or would you just say, just like you said, at least you had water, would you just clean your hair with water and then use your mask? So it depends. Like if if I only had hotel shampoo available, like I couldn't go to a Target and get, you Mm -hmm. know, somebody else's shampoo, then I would not use the shampoos um, at the hotel. They're just not for our hair, you know. Unfortunately, yeah, and unfortunately, like the, the, um, like hotels and stuff, their standard is for white texture, like straight people's hair, basically. So they're not even thinking about us that have textured hair. So a lot of times those who's are just way too harsh for us. So I would just stick with the deep conditioning mask. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you were going to use a little of their shampoo, you could mix a little of your mask in the shampoo. True. That's true. But just always keep in mind that when you get home, that shampoo most Mm -hmm. likely has silicones in them, and that silicone will Mm -hmm. follow you until you, you strip it out of your hair. So you'll definitely mm-hmm. have to do like a clarifying treatment when you get home. Nice. Well, um, so go over we some of your products. You have to say what we learned what today is keep your products with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I do. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about some of the products that you haven't talked about today. Yeah, so I think um, just bouncing off of the whole clarifying thing, um, we do have a product that's amazing. It's a clarifier, but it's not going to be stripping, um, and it's also antimicrobial, and it's our organic black soap wash. Um, And this product is amazing. Like if you're having itchies, dandruff, psoriasis, eczema, it'll take all of that away. And it also helps with, like, detangling your hair a bit. So that's something that's very uncommon for, like, a clarifying shampoo. If you are also a swimmer, so if you're, like, swimming a lot and you're getting um, a lot of mineral deposits on your hair uh, in the summertime we're in the pool and things like that, um, you need to use a clarifying shampoo that's going to take those minerals out. So if you're having any, like, scalp problems or hair problems with dryness, like, I definitely recommend our organic black soap wash. Nice. Oh, nice. Now, I noticed that a lot of some of your hair kits that you have um, must be very popular because it seems like a lot of them sell out quickly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And we're like... 
And I was just going to say, are some of the consumers... That's okay. I was just going to say, are some of the consumers buying into the whole system, like, right away? Yeah. Um, yeah, we just had, like, a, a huge sellout of our store, and um, we're waiting for raw materials to come in now so that we can make more products. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say our best-selling kits is the scalp therapy kit, which will be in, in July, and then the wash-and-go kit because people are really looking to just wear their natural curl in its natural state and its naturally curly or coily state. And that, um, that system of products really work. Um, what I find is that, like, our first-time customers, they may buy, like, one or two products just to kind of get a feel of how Elodia is different. And then once they see, mm-hmm. like, wow, the deep conditioner really works, I'm going to buy the system to see how everything works. Um, but, yeah. Is the deep conditioner in every one of your kits? Yes, it is. So we have our systems come with either four to five products because, like I said, it's it's Mm -hmm. all about, like, with our hair types, it's not just a one-off product. It's about intentionally Mm -hmm. using a system of products on a consistent basis. That's so key, like, every single week um, in order to see, like, your goals, your hair goals and your scalp goals achieved. So that's the reason why we have, like, uh, oil, we have the shampoo, a deep conditioner, and then whatever styler based on the kit that it's in. So like the wash and go has gotcha. like a buttercream based product and then a gel product. So. Gotcha. Your your twist and braid out style kit is does that mean like when you're coming out of twist and braids? That's the... yeah. So it could be. Mm-hmm. It could be like when you're unraveling your twist or your braids, or it could be if you just do like two-strand twists. Like sometimes I'll just put my hair in two-strand twists and leave it. So that's just more for like your twists, your braids, braided types of mm-hmm. styles. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I'm excited to try the, the, the products. I really am. Yeah, and I said when I, when I get them in stock, I'm going to send you a kit of your choice. Um, just waiting for them to okay. come in. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I can't wait to try it. And we definitely want to um, put together something with some stylists that I feel like would definitely benefit from, from the knowledge that you have and, you know, ha- knowing more about your uh, your products for sure. Yes, for sure. I would love that. And I, I think see. it's important, it- too, for, for – um, for women, you know, if if for some reason, you know, they go to the hair to the hair salon every week or every two weeks or however often, it's so important I think for those women when they have a break from going to the stylist that, you know, they can do their hair on their own. And it's important to know I think the proper products to use. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people are going to the beauty supply stores or they're going to places like Ulta or wherever and they're just grabbing you know, or they're going to Target or, or Walmart or whatever, and they're grabbing the products that are there. Not saying that there's anything wrong with those products, but sometimes I feel like maybe there's not a whole system of what they should be using there. Maybe there's like a conditioning shampoo and, you know, and a conditioner, but maybe the whole system is not there, at least from my experience and what I've seen, you know, from time to time. Sometimes when I go to places like that, I'm just grabbing one product. Maybe it's an oil or maybe it's, you know, a shampoo and conditioner. It's not necessarily the whole system. 
So it's good to that's, to see your products. Yeah, and that's so true. And um, just to talk about your previous point, that's what we're all about as well. We want to um, have customers understanding how to take care of their own hair and kind of flipping the narrative of you're in the shop every week. Like, do your own right. hair every week. And maybe special occasions you go to a hair salon if you want to get your hair straightened or something like that. But it's all about, like, taking care of your hair with systems that um, promote moisture, length retention, and just scalp health. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So is there anything that we didn't talk about today um, in regards to the product or in regards to just scalp health or hair care in general that you would like to say to our listening audience? Um, or, or, or what's Elodia's mission? What's, what's the mission behind the product line? Or, or what would you say to our listening audience that we haven't said here today? Yeah, I think we touched on a lot Um you know, I, I think the whole idea of tackling hair growth is not like a quick process. I, I hear that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. can I take this gummy? My hair will grow in six weeks. Like, it's not a quick <laughs> process. It's a very, like, intentional process. Just um, know that you have to be intentional, you have to be consistent, and you have to also look at it from diet as well as hair products. Like, they work together. One I would say actually diet is more important than the hair products you use. So, you know, just remembering that drinking your water, Mm -hmm. eating your healthy um, diet, and then, of course, supplementing with really good natural um, organic products that are going to help with um, length retention is so key. And our our, um, mission is to uh, empower women to learn, love, and grow their hair. And not only their hair, but themselves. You want to learn, love, and grow yourself and your hair. And that's what we're all about at Elodia, empowering and educating women. Nice. Well, yeah. these are two women that got an education today. Just want you to know. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> um, and our last and final question for you is, what's your definition of beauty? I think that's a good question. I would say um, – I love when I look, because I'm a scientist at heart. I'm a medical scientist, and um, my background is more so genetics. So I dealt with, like, genetics of diseases. So I love Mm -hmm. the difference in natural beauty. So whether it's a white lady that embraced her fiery red hair, you know what I mean, and she has all these Mm -hmm. freckles, to me that's beautiful. If it's a dark-skinned, beautiful woman with really tight, coily hair, I'm like, I just love that. So I think, um, you know, I guess my definition of physical beauty is just the genetic variation of humans. Like, I think we're just so beautiful in all our shapes and forms and different colors, textures. Um, I just think it's beautiful. And I love to see people embracing the fullness of themselves. Nice. I love that. (laughs) This has been a wonderful hour spent. Um, So much information, so much helpful information. Um, It it helps me to look at hair care in a different way now than I have before. Um, Great. You know, you taught me so much um, just in general about 
scalp health and just, you know, how to go about moving forward with, with hair care. And I'm so thankful for it. Um, so grateful. And I'm so looking forward to being able to talk about this product some more and share more about the product. Um, hopefully other people listening to this show will, will give it a try and jump on board and, um, you know, try to find out what what they can, how they can help themselves through buying products from you. Or is your product sold um, to other countries? It's funny you say that because we're just closing a, a big deal for it to be sold in all okay. of southern Africa. So it's always been my dream to be mm-hmm. sold on the continent of Africa. And then also in January of 2021, we'll be sold in a big box retailer. We're working on that now. But um, if people want to okay. find me, now it's our e-commerce site. If I could share it, um, if you don't mind, yeah. it's um, no, Alodia. So uh, okay, it's Alodia, and Alodia is spelled A L O D as in dog, I A Hair Care. So AlodiaHairCare.com, and that's the same for all of our social media platforms from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's AlodiaHairCare.com or Alodia Hair Care, should I say? Yes. Nice. nice. All right. Well, Are thank you, you so much. Oh, thank you guys for having me. This has been great speaking with you. Nice. All right. We'll definitely make sure we follow you on social media. Um, and you're on all platforms? Pretty much, yep, except for Twitter. Okay. Okay. All right. Everywhere but Twitter. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. We'll be definitely be in touch. Uh, we definitely want to pull something together with some hairstylists, and um, we'll definitely continue to support. So thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have, Bye. Have a great Sunday. Okay. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I see our old Philadelphia faithful hanging on the line with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, great information shared here today by Dr. Isfahan Chambers-Harris of Elodia Hair Care. Um, you're definitely going to want to go and check her products out. Um, uh, definitely some of her hair kits when they're back in stock um, next month. Um so definitely just keep an eye out for that. But she shared some great information today, and I'm excited about gathering some hairstylists together to um, to speak with her and to learn from her. So thank you guys so much. You can follow us um, on social media, Facebook. We are Beauty um, Talk Online. On Twitter, we are Beauty underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we are Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And you can follow my sister and I just by our names, Denise Tunnell. Tunnell is T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And Janice Tunnell. And Janice is J-A-N-I-C-E. Thank you guys for your continued support. Um, we will upload this show for tonight as well. So if you missed anything, you can go back and hear it again tonight at 9 p.m. All right? Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Sunday afternoon. We will see you guys next week, 9 p.m. on Beauty Talk. Have a great day. Good night. Bye-bye.